guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Star Studio. As usual, man, we're going to be going over speaking skills today in terms of giving examples. Guys, this could be on a number of uh, a, you can do this a number of ways. Okay, now again, if we, in order to express our ideas, it's important to give examples, right? So many of learners, or many learners of English, use the phrase, for example. But the thing is, it's used too often. So I'm giving you more, I'm giving you other expressions, such as like, for instance, but not only that, but the academic ways of doing it. Now, you will not always say, well, you just won't say this often, okay? Because we don't speak academically in everyday English, uh, and it's, it's really, really weird. And people would say, why do you speak like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So the goal is to understand informal, informal situations, obviously too. I think I talked about that a very long time ago. Um, but some expressions to use examples, if you're going to do a presentation or give a presentation, you could say an example of this is. Or you could say da-da-da-da-da is a classic example of – a prime example of this is – and then da-da-da-da-da, comma, uh, this – or to name one example. You see what I mean? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That was actually the end of the sentence. So you could say uh, climate change da-da-da-da-da, comma, to name one example. You see? So we're going – we have the falling intonation – when we say this at the end of a sentence, okay? So yes, you can use these during the sentences, at the beginning, and at the end. You can look at the dots indicating on my blog to see which ones are used for which purposes. All right, there's also an exercise, but I'm going to give you uh, some examples right now. So here we go. You can take turns, of course, giving these and whatnot. I think I've written this on the blog too. If not, I will. And you guys will be able to, I don't know, ask one another. Ask some of your English-speaking friends or people abroad or whatnot. So here goes one. Number one, an invention that changed history. All right. So let's get into this. So an invention that changed history had to be when the Wright brothers finally got their very first aircraft or the very first aircraft into the sky. So an example of this being such a game changer would be that we didn't have to spend months or months time in the ocean anymore. We didn't have to go on those long, dangerous voyages anymore. Now, I'm not exactly sure when we started, you know, uh, when we got the first commercial aircraft in the sky. Because, again, from the Titanic leading up to the Berlin Games, when Jesse Owens ended up, like, defeating uh, all of Germany at that time, uh, we were still taking boats. We were transporting people by boats, right? But I think somewhere in the 1950s, okay, and 60s, that's when commercial Commercial flying uh, ended up taking place. Now, was it all great at the very, very beginning? No. Well, to just name one example, 
the 1950s, 60s, and 70s were the worst decades in aviation history. Thousands of lives were lost because, of course, we were just experiencing with technology in the beginning. There it is. Guys, I literally just had a conversation all by myself. This is what you could do. I gave you two examples. This is when you're using the academic side of it, though. Now, when we talk in everyday English, you're not going to do this, okay? So let me speak in everyday English, formal versus informal. So number one, an invention that changed history. So I'm going to talk about the airplane because, you see, I've already made it informal because now I said I'm going to. I'm going to talk about the airplane because I do believe that it ended up uh, changing the way we transported, you know, human beings around the world. Uh, again, Arsenio already I'm just giving an example, right? So Arsenio already uh, talking about the 50s, 60s, and 70s being the worst decades in history. Uh, I want to fast forward into the 80s. I think you know, it, you know, with security and everything, it was very, it was very hard not to smuggle different things on the airplane. You know, also smoking was allowed on the plane back in the days until they finally banned that at the beginning of the 1990s. However, to this present day, we probably have on average. Maybe five commercial, I would have to say between three to five commercial aircraft, commercial aircraft crashes. There we go, craft crashes. That's so hard to say. It's a goddamn tongue twister. Uh, Per year, resulting in a lot of lost lives, but comparable to 4,000 lives that were lost back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s on average. I would have to go so far to say that it is much better now to fly in the air than it was 60 years ago. Ta-ta! I'm going to give you two more, and then I'm going to put three into my Patreon, so make sure you guys tune into that. So, the positive and the negative effects of television. I'm going to take the negative on this one. I don't want to do the positive. You know what? No, I'll do the positive real quick. I'm going to give you one example, all right? Or a prime example of television being very, very positive was back in the late 1990s. The only way a singer such as Britney Spears, the Backstreet Boys, the 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 Cisco, the the NSYNCs of the world, the only way they can expand their brand was by television. So one of the most popular television shows in all of humanity. Uh, or all of America back in the er- what late 1990s, early 2000s was a show on MTV by the name of TRL. And they would host all these big name celebrities and singers on there so they can extend their br- expand their brand. And the only way to expand your brand back then, obviously, was to get in front of TV. I would have to go so far to say the negative effects of TV had to be back in the 1980s when four old Gen Gen Super B baby boomers were the ones that controlled all media and all bullshit that went out into the airways. Excuse my French. I'm going to give you an example of this. I do believe that the media between the 1930s all the way leading up to, let's say, well, probably today, but it's not too bad because now we have voices. Everyone has a voice. Um, it created a very negative image about just about anyone. So if we look at the early 2000s after the results and fatalities of, you know, September 11th, uh, the media uh, fed the American society to hate a religion predicated on what happened that specific day. 
So the media, that's the very, very dangerous effect of television. Because now, back in the day, you believe what you saw on TV or in newspaper. And the thing is, now we understand there's a lot of fake news out there. So it's very important to know that what you see is not always true. I do believe television, when it first came, you were able to see different things and watch different shows that, you know, it, it was whatever was our appetite at the time. But in moving forward, we then realized that, you know what, I'm not going to sit at home anymore. I'm not going to sit in front of a TV when I could be doing so many other things. So now television is going down in America. Now, I don't know about the rest of the world, but YouTube is on the rise the monthly viewership and the yearly viewership of YouTube has almost eclipsed television. Because the thing is, we can listen to YouTube and commute while speaking to someone. We are multitaskers now. We tried getting things done. We tried getting three things done at one time. So television, the fall is there because we do not want to sit at home and just watch something. We could just do that online. So there it is. So the positive effects, obviously, for singers and celebrities back in the 90s, that was a way to create your platform. The negative effects is the bullshit that you see on TV and whatever you perceive life to be through the media and what they told you it was, you believed it. That was the most negative effect of what TV or what, what TV was and probably still is today. Now it has shifted. YouTube... Okay, and of course the news, you have to be very careful with what you believe is true on there too. Okay, because if they say, oh, you know, this place, like Thailand, for instance. Ah, you see? Thailand, for instance, when that cyclone came, the news in America by the name of CNN, they came out with an article saying that there were people trapped on a beach resort island by the name of Koh Tao. I laugh because the state media here in Thailand, there was no, the, nobody was trapped and only two people died. And that's because they were near the ocean. The people that said that they were trapped, that was fake. And so then I realized, oh, my God, they create a lot of bullshit news to sell. And so there it is, guys. You have to be very careful with what you believe. All right, because if not, you're going to end up believing things that just – not always what they seem to be. And so there it is, guys. There it is. Guys, yes, I'm doing these examples now because guess what? Oh, man, we got a speaking task tomorrow. And you know what? That speaking task is going to be going over, of course, the pros and cons of an invention. An invention in, in the world of communication, the environment, privacy, crime, fitness, school, eating habits, free time, sleep, stress, friendship. It doesn't matter. I'm going to grab three of these bad boys and I'm going to go on a rant. And we're going to talk about the pros and cons of three of these inventions. Now, there are 15 of them. So, yes, I will put some, of course, on my Patreon. So if you guys are interested in learning more and more because you just love my sexy voice, you can go on there and show your brother some love. If not, man, get ready for this. And I'm thinking about bringing other people onto my podcast to talk about these things too. But nonetheless, this Saturday I do have a guest speaker coming on. You guys are going to like this one. So stay tuned for that. And of course, I'm your host, Arsenio. That is the end of this sexy podcast. Over and out.